you're listening to the Crochet Conversations podcast. Welcome, welcome back everybody to another episode with us. I'm Ines. And I'm Mel. Welcome. And today we're going to talk about something else almost, almost as exciting as yarn. Do you know Which what it is? is? <laughs> it's crochet tools. Of course. So I have compiled a long list of crochet tools that I think are available for you to get with your crochet work. There's just but, so many. Yeah, but we're going to break down which one you actually really need and which one you don't. Oh, okay. So I thought that this episode would be good to follow up the previous two episodes where we talk all about yarn. And then maybe we can talk about some tools because I think as a new crocheter, or even as someone that's a little bit more advanced, it can be a lot, it can be quite overwhelming when you go and look up just one or two tools that you think you need and then like 10 million pop up. Yeah, exactly. And there's just so many things, things that I never imagined I'll see it ever. Like, I don't even know how to use it. You know, sometimes um, Mel gets so baffled that she plays this game with me. So I will tell her, oh, I'm, I'm looking for like new, like for example, let's say stitch markers. So she'll go on AliExpress, she'll look up a bunch and then she'd like test me. Again. I'll be like, okay, this is something that looks like this, uh, and uh, and she it would does actually this. cover up. She would cover up with her hands <laughs> the name and say, okay, tell me what is this. Yeah, what is it used for? And it's not even crochet related. Okay, it's just random tools, <laughs> but random funny looking things. There's so many things you can find online. I guess it's because you're just confused, right? About I mean, all the different things they are. I'm things that you've never seen. Yeah, I'm. I mean, obviously a beginner, and there's just. Oh, I know it's crochet hook and yarn. That, that's all I know, honestly. Yeah. Um, I have my pen here with me, taking notes. I feel like I'm always taking notes. Okay, anyway. So I've compiled a list, and this is uh, our personal list that mm-hmm. we've compiled together mm-hmm. about all the things that are available for you to buy. And then later on, we'll talk about how many you really need and which one is worth spending the dollars on. Yeah, because if I need every single one on that list, I, I think you it's pretty could, crazy. You could, you could own every single one of them, but I think that you'll find some of them very redundant you over don't, time. Right? You don't actually own every single one no, of those? No, I don't. Okay, thank God. There are some of them that I, I actually... It actually, do I? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, there are a few that I don't own. Let's go down the list first, okay. and then we'll know. Okay, so I'm just going to very quickly run down the list, okay? And then we'll talk about that in a bit. So number one is yarn. Yarn. Number two is crochet hook. Yes, correct. Uh, that's quite kind of quite self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> number three is embroidery scissors. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. Specifically, mm-hmm. embroidery scissors. Um, number four is darning needles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which there are no substitute for. Number five is a tape measure or a ruler. Uh, preferably a long ruler like the 30 centimeters kind mm-hmm. it's for like measuring your work right uh it's for measuring your work or your subject right okay so say if i'm making you like a top the uh, right. tape measures to measure you because not all crochet work is like flat uh-huh. it can be like 3d say if you're using if you're making like amigurumi stuff and you need to measure like the circum circumference of something then like you probably can't use a ruler for that yeah yeah obviously the next you need Oh, next you can get uh, hook organizers or, or any sort of tool organizers, just organizers in general. Specifically just for hooks? Or your tools. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Like everything to go into one thing. Yeah, which we will cover later. Mm-hmm. Uh, where am I? Oh, number seven. seven. Uh, stitch markers. Save my life all the time. Uh, yeah, and I have strong opinions about stitch markers, so okay. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Number eight, uh, row counters. Row counters. They can be digital or manual do you know what those are i feel like i've seen them before uh, when i'm shopping online but i actually have some questions on those because i don't exactly know what's useful i never used one before yeah because i don't own one so in our whole (laughs) studio obviously i won't go get one right (laughs) yeah and you've obviously probably never seen one in in use like in action right because i don't own one yeah but i know what it looks like though do you what do they look like like this it, uh, okay, as the name suggests, it's a counter that has numbers on it. There you go. Okay, but what's what shape and what size is it? It's small and it's round. So, okay, so yeah, okay, circular-ish. Pass. See, I can test you too. <laughs> okay, so then after row counters, you will need a notebook and pen, which not everybody agrees with this, but I'm going to leave it inside anyway. Next, you need 
blocking mats and blocking pins. And I also have blocking strong opinions about mats. this one. Yeah, you probably have never seen it too because I don't own it too. <laughs> Similar okay, to the... Okay, question mark on that. Okay, okay, that's question mark there. Yeah. Uh, number 11 would be swatch gauge. Okay. Okay. You have this, right? Or like a gauge ruler, yeah. Okay. But okay. they're not the same as regular rulers. Right. Okay. Uh, number 12 would be a yarn winder. Oh, yeah. I know what this is. Yeah, because we have a few. And number 13 would be uh, microfiber cloths. Microfiber cloth? Why I have never that? seen microfiber cloth on the list of any crochet artists out there. It, yeah. I have never seen it on their blogs, on like their web pages or YouTube videos. Every time I, I see a list of like top crochet tools you need, yeah, I never see this. Yeah. Which I'm so confused about because I think it's so essential. Or maybe this is like something that I've hacked. It's like a secret weapon. Maybe this sort is of. like a crochet life hack that ah. I've discovered. I mean, I know what it is, but. I cannot you don't understand know how it's why. Used for? Yeah, how would you use it for? Okay, coming up next. Hmm. Okay, and the last one you could use are looms. Looms. Yeah, like crochet looms. Um, to make things? Yeah, so for example, like there are eye cord makers right. or there are physical looms that can actually weave things for you. So these are not specifically crochet related. They're sort of in the in the grey zone between crochet and knit. Right. So for that reason, I'll include it in any way into okay. this list. Mm-hmm. So these are things that you can get to sort of supplement or or aid you in your crochet mm-hmm. It's uh, supposed to make life. your crochet life easier, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so these are all the tools that I have compiled that I think could, you know, potentially come up on a list yeah. of all the crochet tools you will use. Yeah, you know, I also came up with a list, but I actually only have like eight things on what's, my what, list. What's, um, okay, what's on your list? I'm curious. Same, like For yarn, someone who doesn't crochet. Hooks, uh, crochet hooks, scissors, uh-huh. dunning needle, uh, tape measurement, uh, hook organizer, stitch marker, and row counter. That's it. Oh, wow. You have row counter on yours too. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, let's unpack this, okay? Which are the tools that you really need and which are the tools that I feel are absolutely unnecessary and just a marketing gimmick? Mm, interesting. Okay, so let's talk about the basic ones like yarn and hooks. Okay. So, since our last episode, it has occurred to me that you could potentially... And there are some like um, listeners who do say that they buy crochet hooks on AliExpress. Uh-huh. And like crochet hook sets or yarn on like Taobao and like AliExpress yeah. or Shopee or whatever. But I think that if you want to get your crochet set in order, buying a toolkit is like the worst thing you can do for yourself. Like one whole set, like two balls plus like five crochet hooks. Is that uh, what you It's mean? more like a crochet tool set. So it's like, it comes in like a little A5 folder. It's got like three crochet hooks, a crochet, you know, swatch gauge ruler. Ah, and like um, a, a couple of like stitch, stitch markers. markers. Okay, yeah. and like maybe one, two, dining needle. Yeah, I think those are the worst things you can spend your Why? money on. Why not? If I'm a if I'm a beginner, that, I mean, it's like everything in one, right? Yeah, and I feel like that is sort of the misconception that you get as a new, a new crocheter or somebody who wants to build their tools. It's better to buy individual things that you know would would work for you rather than to buy a set because a lot of these times this set give you the cheapest 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 things right like for example stitch markers that uh the there's no elasticity in the the plastic so the moment you close it on your work for like a week and then once you open it it, break? it won't come apart oh, already oh okay i see you what know? you mean yeah. or other things like sometimes these sets don't just come with crochet stuff they come with like knitting tools Ah, right, and I, I, I wouldn't re- really use that. Yeah, like the double-ended um, short crochet, uh, sorry, knitting needles that use that are used for socks, like socks knitting. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. And you don't need that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they come with stitch markers, but those are knitting stitch markers, which are absolutely not the same thing. Do oh, you know that? No, I did not know that. Oh, the look, your eyes just widened. <laughs> this so is big. information to me. So uh, knitting stitch markers are absolutely round. They don't open at all. They're just like little infinity rings. Oh, okay. It's just like a ring. So they don't open up. There's no opening for Plastic you to slide it Yeah, pl- or metal or whatever. Ah, okay. Because you slide them in your in your needle and then when you come back to that on the next row, you can just... It just comes right out. Ah, it slides okay. off the slides ne- off the needle. Right. I'm pretending to... Yeah, Look I don't think like it's necessary I for you to know. All you need to know is the crochet <laughs> type. So the crochet types are the ones that has an opening of some sort that you can slide your yarn 
in. Yeah. The opening is either like um, it's either like a safety pin or it's just like a, a loop. It looks like a number six with the the top closed down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can just slide your yarn in and slide them out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so, I use both of them like interchangeably. So. Yeah, and actually, they're not supposed to be used interchangeably. What? Nobody told me that. Yeah, nobody told me that either. <laughs> I had to figure it out myself. <laughs> but yeah, and so some people, I used, I used to tell uh, my students that you could use like, uh, safe, not safety pins, what's the word? Uh, paper clips. Ah, paper clips, okay. But I have, I wish that I could go back in time and like take back my words because now I absolutely am against using paper clip. I mean, those are pretty markers. sharp, right? I cannot imagine how... It won't be so easy to slot it in and take it out, I would think. Not only is it sharp, um, the, I find that the end of the metal bit that's not filed down nicely is jagged and so it splits the yarn easily. Yeah, yeah. And the inner loop is not easy to get your yarn out of it. Mm-hmm. So especially if you're working with acrylic or, or yarn that doesn't have like good fibre strength, yeah. then you, you break your fibre easily. Yeah, and why would you want to do that? Yeah, yeah. so I, don't, I have strong opinions about using paper clips. Mm. Unless... No, 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 unless. No, no, no just, 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 just don't, stick yeah. to stitch it's, markers. It's not yeah. expensive to get, like, proper stitch markers anyways. Yeah, so that's how I feel on crochet toolkits. I think it's better to buy one or two items that are really, really good quality mm-hmm. than to buy a whole set at a cheap price mm-hmm. but have cheap materials used yeah. as well. Okay, okay, I guess that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And but- a lot of these crochet hooks are, like, plastic or if they're metal... The metal, like the coating, rubs off, and I personally have a few of those that the coating has rubbed off of after like a week of use. Oh, I've seen those um, crochet hooks where uh, I think the the ego economic ones, ones where uh-huh. uh, the metal bit is actually loose. Yeah. From the from the handle, right? Yeah. Oh, so my. like my best friend, she bought, she was given a set of crochet hooks, and the metal bit came off. Yeah, it's like as you're crocheting, and then it suddenly. It turns. pops out, yeah. yeah. Oh, it turns, yeah, yeah, it turns. So that's the downside with buying crochet toolkits. Okay. Because okay. they give you more things than you need and then to try not to waste your money, you try and incorporate them into your work and mm. you end up making life a lot more difficult for yourself, yeah. Than it needs to be, yeah. yeah. So that's that. Let's talk about some of the few that you can substitute. Okay. Let's talk about substitutions. Okay. Um, yarn. We had a whole episode about this. Oh, two whole episodes about this. Really long episode. But uh, where we talk about... Very informative. <laughs> where we talk about how you can substitute uh, fibre. And when I say yarn, we're specifically referring to fibre yarn. Yeah. So yarn made of some fibre. So like, for example, t-shirt yarn or like paper yarn or like chenille yarn, for example, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can use those as substitutes. This the, this whole yarn section. I mean, if I can have two episodes about it, it's long enough for you to. It's up to your creativity. Yeah. Crochet hooks. Any substitutions for that? I don't think so, right? Your hand, maybe. But it's not the same. Okay. Right? Yeah, I suppose. I mean... Yeah. You could crochet with your hand. It just gives you a really loose fabric. Mm. Or if you're using really thick, chunky yarn that you don't have like a, a size. 15mm crochet <laughs> okay, hook. Actually, I've never seen a 15mm crochet hook. I've seen a 10mm crochet hook. But say, yeah, if you have something that requires like a 15mm, just use your hands. Yeah, yeah. It's, this, your, yeah. it's your natural God-given tools. Yeah, it's probably going to be so much easier than using an extra tool, yeah, I think. Th- yeah, that's why. Actually, right? I find it. I yeah. find that too. Okay, so other subs- other things you can substitute is uh, embroidery scissors. Yeah, I can use any sort of scissors, right? Yes, but um, I say specifically embroidery scissors and I'm a firm believer on this and I like to buy specifically embroidery scissors for that because it's better quality, one. And two, it's small, easy to keep. And three, it's much it's like it lasts a lot longer. Uh, embroidery scissors are all the really tiny ones, Yeah, it? the smaller okay. ones. So those are used mostly for cutting thread. Or yarn, they are used a lot in sewing to cut out thread because uh. they are so they are so small and fine that you can really go close to your work and snip it off and have a really nice, clean, fine edge. Okay, yeah, that makes and sense. And because they are so sharp, it cuts the yarn off really nicely. You know, like cutting hair, it just like <laughs> shears it off. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, fair enough. If it's something really sharp, it makes cutting so much easier. Yeah. As well. And you don't fray the ends of the yarn, which is why you want to use embroidery scissors only to cut fibres or to mm. cut thread or yarn mm-hmm. or whatever. You never ever want to use your embroidery scissors to like open an envelope up and then like <laughs> cut your... My potato chip. Potato chip packet, packet 
or like cut a cable tie and then use it to cut your yarn. So like scissors meant for yarn should only ever, ever, ever be used for yarn. Mm. And this is something I learned in art school because, you know, like art scissors, I had a 3M, which I still do, the red one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like 30 over dollars. And it's lasted me for like 10 over years because I just use it to cut paper. Paper, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's... Yeah. But Okay, with that said, you can use regular scissors. You just have to make sure they're brand new and you only use them ever, ever, ever for yarn. Okay, so you keep it sharp yeah. enough. But yeah. they could be like regular scissors, like two bucks from Daiso. Mm, okay. But the only used to cut yarn. Um, darning needles, no substitution for that. <laughs> that's just the way that it is. You can't use regular sewing needles because... Firstly, the eyelet is too small yeah. to push your fat yarn through, especially if you're using like a size 6 or 7. Yeah. If you don't know what size 6 or 7 is, <laughs> check out episode 3. <laughs> okay. Um, and they're too sharp at the end. Yeah. So not only will you hurt yourself, you will hurt your crochet work. Because yeah. you, you, you can't really go weave through the, the stitches. Yeah, right? you want to go under the, the fibres, mm. not through them. Yeah. Because otherwise, you would just split your yarn in. Like, who wants that? It, it makes your finished product Looks so messy. Uh, what else? Roll okay, counter. Let's can you talk- use? Can yeah. You okay. Let's talk that? roll counters. Uh, I don't use roll counters. So okay. So for roll counters, there are two kinds: the digital kind and the manual kind. Okay. So manual roll counters. So basically, roll counters are little circular things that you stick at the end of your knitting needle. They are mostly oh. used for knitting, actually. Although I know some people who use them for crochet. Is that why we don't have it? Yeah, because I don't feel like it's necessary. And I mean, I am another example altogether. I'm old-fashioned in the sense that my roll counter is a rough paper and pen. <laughs> I actually will write oh, down okay. roll one, roll two. So but, after every row, I put my work down and I write down a piece But you're of saying paper. that this roll counter can work for crochet as well? Yeah, definitely. Where do I stick it? My crochet hook so small. Yeah, so you short. stick it at the end of your crochet hook. Oh, okay. Okay, but I find... I find it very unnecessary and more more times than not. I have actually used it once before. Uh, I've tried it on one of my friend's uh, crochet kits that she bought on AliExpress, which I said to take it and try. <laughs> and I just, I hate it. I find that... Wait, how, how does it work? I don't get it. So it just You stick counts... it to the end and every time you finish a row, you just turn the number manually. And then the... It, so it's like um, a number counter uh-huh. and you turn and it just goes one... And after you finish row two, you turn the number and it, you oh, turn to two. Okay, okay. You know those kind of date stamps that you get when you stamp on papers? Yeah. Yeah. You know how you manually turn the numbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's okay, kind of like okay, that. Okay, got it. Okay. So I find it so useless because I will go two, three rows and then I realise, oh shit, I need to count. So I need to go back and count how many rows I have and then turn the the row counter to sort of match. To match the to match Because rows. you forgot. Because I forget, yeah. Ah, okay. It's just not... In- I just find it so not intuitive because... For crochet, we don't stop our work after every row. Mm-hmm. After you say you finish your last, say, for example, single crochet, you chain up two, you turn your work, and you immediately do your first single crochet in the next row. Yeah. Whereas for knitting, after you finish each row, you have to put your work down and swap hands. Oh, is that what you do? Yeah, so I feel like it's more intuitive for a knitter because every time they have to swap. So when they finish knitting, they take whatever's on the left hand to bring it over to the right hand and whatever that's on the right hand, bring it over to the left hand physically. Okay. Like like the flip, right? The flip, yeah. Okay. So I feel like it's more intuitive doing the flip to also flip a row on the row counter. At the same time. At the same time. Mm. But for a crocheter, because it's your so tension, smooth yeah, to your tension to... hand never you never let go of your tension ah, on the tension yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, you never let true. go of the hook on your yeah. hook. On your right yeah, It would arm. actually make it more tiring and more difficult for me to actually put it down and then to, to turn the number and to yeah. pick up my work again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So for that reason, I think it's so unnecessary. Right, okay. Okay, okay. fair enough. I used to try having my calculator out <laughs> when I first, first, first started. So if you listen to uh, episode one when we introduce ourselves, you know that I first started counting, uh, first started crocheting on YouTube, right? I myself thought. So in that same video, she did say... Um, I think I did I tried to do a more complex pattern so she did say like after row 5 you want to you know start the repeat so I needed to count one row 1 up through to row 5 mm-hmm. so what I did was I took out my calculator and every time I finish a row I press another one so clever or I press 2 so that's your your digital row counter yeah, then. <laughs> yeah. That, okay I don't know how a digital row counter works I think you just press the button and then the number pops up 
Okay, so it's just that you don't have to turn, you don't have to physically yeah, you just turn have the to, thing. You just have to press it. Right. Okay. It's like an electronic thingy. Right. Okay, so makes sense. We don't really need it. Yeah, so I don't I think it's very unnecessary, but if you buy a crochet toolkit, an all encompassing crochet toolkit like we mentioned about on Taobao AliExpress on eBay, they will give you a real counter. Yeah. I see it everywhere and yeah. I'm I think I, I I believe I asked you once before like how come we don't have one? Yeah. What you did know? I say? I think you, you the, the same thing you told me it wasn't necessary. Then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no explanation so, needed, so, right? So now, so now you know why it's not necessary. I yeah. just think it's one of those like things they sell you to make money, yeah. to tell you need it. Yeah. I just, I think that if once you get into the groove of crochet, you actually don't need a real counter because it's very intuitive. Great. Less things for me to buy. More <laughs> and, money for me to and save. They're so, and they're so ugly, to be honest. They're I've so, never seen the nice ones, yeah. It's either the ugly red or the ugly blue, okay? Even Spotlight only carries like one kind of it. I, I, I guess nobody needs it, so there's no board, like, yeah. there's no point to develop and have nicer designs, right? Yeah. But if you need a real counter, you know, there are other ways you can substitute them that doesn't cost money. I think one real counter is cost around like 4 to $6, I think. Mm-hmm. just to help you count and you have to physically turn the dial it's four or five dollars I'd rather buy a ball of yarn with <laughs> of course okay of course just use your calculator it works yeah. the same way so the next thing you can substitute for are blocking mats and blocking pins okay you need to explain that to me because I have no I, idea yeah because I know that you probably have no clue what that is yeah okay a blocking mat uh, do you know what blocking is first? yeah I mean you block things all the time yeah so in crochet blocking is when you you can dry block or wet block is when you stretch out a work so that it fits the final dimensions you are supposed to reach. Do I always have to block my, my uh, projects? Not though? always. Some some projects lay flat naturally so you don't have to block them but other projects, say if you're working in a round like a mandala, then you probably need to block them because um, they sort of cinch together but it's no fault of yours. It's not that you've counted it wrongly. It's mm. just the way the yarn is some patterns require you to block or stretch them open. Okay, so it's depending on the pattern and depending on the material maybe? Uh, yeah, depending on the material and it also depends on what uh, what project you're working on. Mm. All material you work with, even if it's like cotton with no stretch, after you crochet, they will always have a stretch. It will always stretch because it's loops upon loops looped together, Then if right? I'm not sure, should I just block anyways? Is it safer to just do it? If you feel that it lays fine, if you feel that it looks fine, trust your judgement then you probably don't, don't have, have to block to. it. Right, okay. Okay, other times you want to block something is if you're making like clothes for example. Mm. So blocking it is basically you like overstretching it to mimic how it would feel after like three weeks of wash for ah, example. So that it kind of have a have yeah, that natural look. Because if it fits you perfectly now and you want to have something that's like more fitting in three weeks time it's going to be really really loose, loose and it's going to look really like not put together. Yeah, okay. So Makes you want to yeah. do things a little bit smaller and then block them, especially for clothes, if you want them to fit nicely. Okay, so that's what a blocking mat is supposed to help you with? Yeah, so, uh, so now on to the blocking mat. A blocking mat is after you've blocked it, after your work is sort of soaking wet, you want to lay them on a surface mm-hmm. and stretch it out. Okay. Okay, so a blocking mat is just basically a surface with pins to hold them in place so that it stretches them out. Oh, okay, okay. So it's just, I it's just something that I put my my, my project on on yeah, top of it. Which okay, I don't feel is necessary at all. Okay, and here's why: you can get two kinds of blocking mats. One, uh, the the styrofoam kinds, and two, a nicer, more expensive wooden kind. Wooden kind. Yeah. So the styrofoam kind basically looks like. You know those baby play mats that, that jigsaw puzzle together? The, the one that I can join them in. Yeah, you can easily find I them in Daiso for like right. $2. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The kind has got jagged edges and mm. then you just piece them together like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Blocking mats look exactly the same as that and they're made from the exact material. And the pins they give you are basically just like push pins on your board and you just push your work down and the pin them down. The whole point it comes with the jagged edges is so that I you can buy the, more pieces to expand it. The to same idea. It if you're making like a small pouch versus like a huge XL ah, sweater. Ah, okay, okay. And the pin is basically just 
push pins for like your your bulletin board so and you just you stretch. Kind of pins as well. Yeah, and that's how I feel, which is why I think it's a waste of money. <laughs> but if you're talking about the wooden kind, then I can sort of see how you would want to spend some money on it. Basically, the wooden kind is just a pegboard lying down. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I it's so it's a big uh, rectangular or square wooden piece with, with holes. holes. Yeah, and then you get the the. The blocking pins are just wooden dowels that you stick into the holes and that's that stretches it out. How would it not like destroy my work? Uh so that's not for everything. So oh. most people use it for like say granny squares. You put it into the corner. Okay. So and don't think the dowels are very big, they're not. They're quite small. Oh okay, sorry. I, because you said packboard, so I'm thinking like really. really yeah, huge but these right? are like tiny okay. hole packboard. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So those are the two things which I don't think they are necessary at all. Mm-hmm. Because so what I do personally is I just find an empty table, I put some towels underneath mm-hmm. uh, on the table, underneath my work, and then I'll just like sandwich it with like weights on top. You know my dumbbells, the one I used to mm-hmm. work out with? Mm-hmm. I just put them on top just to hold them in place. So they don't move and then so it they don't stretches. move and it stretches and then when it's dry it's like perfect. I don't spend any money. Uh, the towels underneath they are like wet towels. Uh, oh. they will be damp. Yeah. Okay. My, okay. My crochet work won't be soaking wet. It'll just it's just lightly damp. Mm. Because crochet when crochet is damp it's more malleable mm. and that's how you can sort of tweak the shape of it a little bit. Uh, to to put it in a shape where you to want put it, it yeah. to be. Okay. That's right. Ah. So I think they're a real waste of money. And people who sell you blocking mats. It looks legit. Uh. It sounds legit to me. Yeah, you know? but it's it's cheap. They, they're trying to cheat you of your money. <laughs> Don't buy them. Okay, just use... Or You know what? If you need to buy them, go to Daiso. Buy those thicker mats. Buy like four or five. Put them together and go and buy pushboard pins. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly the same concept. Everything under 10 bucks. Whereas if you buy them online, they're like $30. No way. Yeah. For some styrofoam and some pins. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it's what? ridiculous, right? Okay. You don't even need push bots. If you have dumbbells at home or it's like weight, it doesn't even need to be very heavy. You could put like um a water bottle on it, for example, yeah. and that's good enough. This is so odd to me because like I've never heard of blocking mats before and only because we are doing this episode that, that you I'm know about trying it. to, you know, to find out more about tools and I'm like blocking mats. But you know you've heard of you've heard of me talk about blocking before. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. blocking mats is just an extension of that. So funny. So I guess someone out there in the world decided that oh, people need to block in crochet. Let me make a tool and market it as such. But it's basically just baby mats or pegboards. Mm. Okay, okay. And I think, I think that sometimes we need to see the item for what it is and not like be bought into the whole marketing thing where, yeah. oh, if you, if you block something, use a blocking mat so you yeah. don't like ruin your <laughs> table, you know. No, just get a couple of old towels yeah. or a couple of old rags. I think that's why it's important to understand what is the purpose of this thing yes, for. Yes, that's a very good point. First, you know. Then, Before you spend yeah, money. Correct. Yeah. yeah, so that's one. That's blocking it. it that, those are my strong opinions about them. <laughs> uh, okay, so next, let's see what else we can substitute. Uh, swatch gauge. Do you know what swatch gauge is? I, I, I mean, we have one, so I think I've seen that before. Yeah, so a swatch gauge is basically a big fat square ruler that's like maybe 12 by 12 cm what do you use it for and there's a big hole in the middle okay. basically it all it tells you is how to measure to count the number of stitches within that empty square in the hole yeah in the, okay i i think that i'm gonna go into a whole episode about swatch gauge because it's quite a complex tool subject oh okay and the tool is just trying to help you get there but actually you can if you have a ruler and you know how to count your gauge then you actually don't need to buy a swatch gauge it's also one of those things that that oh you need to swatch let me sell you a swatch gauge ah uh. okay so basically you just want to measure horizontally uh, on your work and vertically on your work and count the number of rows from left to right uh-huh. and count the, count the number of rows top to bottom wait 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 let me say it again count the number of stitches from left to right and the number of rows from top to bottom uh-huh, okay. and then that number will be your gauge okay Yeah. so I'll let's cover this yeah, in another, in another episode. episode yeah I think okay? we, can, we should do that Yeah. so but just trust me on this okay. that you don't need a swatch gauge okay. we really need to go into the microfiber cloth I need to <laughs> okay. know what what that is for <laughs> okay so I find it so strange that we have I have never seen it 
mentioned on any other blogger or any other crochet, you know, channel or Instagram or something. And oh my I gosh, think I'm so curious. I now. think this is just a, a personal hack that I've discovered, and I, you know, I make it sound so glamorous. Like I've <laughs> discovered this, but I don't know who. I maybe somebody else has Share done this before. Share your secret. Okay, so I find that a microfiber cloth helps stop my yarn and my hook from squeaking. Oh, okay. Okay, and I have sort of figured out why my acrylic yarn squeaks. <laughs> the first time I heard it squeak, I think I got a shock. Yeah, it sounds like a, a mouse or yeah, a rat in the it, house. No, it, it was a, I got shocked because it was surprisingly loud. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yes. To think that you crocheting would make a sound like that. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. Okay, so so you you just take the cloth and like. Okay, so having my acrylic yarn, and this only happens with acrylic yarn. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Okay, actually, I have my my guesses, um. But I mean, obviously, I don't know for certain. So I hate that when I'm working with acrylic yarn and it squeaks on my work, and I find that that happens a lot more. Uh, with new new yarn that I just get out of the, the, the shop or when I move from an air-conditioned room to a, like a warmer place. Ah, okay. So, wait, does this happen with any kind of crochet hooks that you use? Yeah, or? it happens with any kind of crochet Even the hook. wooden, the bamboo ones? Uh, I've never... I don't remember trying it with a bamboo one because uh-huh. so far I've, I've used the metal and the plastic ones mm-hmm. but I find that it happens mostly with acrylic yarn. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my take on it is that acrylic yarn has a lot of like bits, like fluff, like fiber that <laughs> okay. comes out. And this fiber, because the the I almost said genetic, the 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 breakdown, the make of it is actually like a poly poly polymer plastic. Uh-huh. The micro micro bits of it lay on your crochet hook and it gets pushed in between your yarn as you're working. So when you yarn over, go in, yarn mm. over, pull through, yarn over, go in, mm. yarn over, pull through. Um, it actually rolls the fibres in the yarn and it makes it not smooth. So have you you know when you have like you wear your shoes and the floor is wet and you like you rub your shoes on the floor and it makes that squeaking sound? Uh-huh. Think of that in the exact same concept but like micro because it's on your crochet hook. Okay. And I find that when it my yarn squeaks, I also have trouble pushing my hook through my work. Like not smooth. It's not smooth. It's like as it, if there's friction. Yeah, like there's friction. And so I find that taking my microfiber cloth and just rubbing it along the edge of my metal bit of the, the hook helps remove any sort of fibers and smoothens it out. And the next like maybe like three or five rows has no squeak. Just the tip of your crochet? Just the tip of the crochet where huh. I'm working with the tip and the nose. It also works when I have, um, when my hands get a little bit sweaty, mm-hmm. not very, but if I'm holding my work really close to the nose, because I find that holding it that way makes uh, allows me to crochet faster. Mm-hmm. By doing that, I get the oil on my hands and sometimes the moisture on my hands onto the crochet hook, uh. and it interacts with the acrylic, and it squeaks in my hands. It's so annoying. So the cloth helps to remove that. So the cloth also helps to remove any sort of moisture mm. or oil and it brings it back to like, not pristine condition, but you know, it brings it back to like the starting point mm. so that you can crochet smoother. Okay, so it's, it's like a cleaning Yeah, it's, it's meant to clean the crochet hook so that you get a smooth uh, uh, a process. Okay, so you as you're crocheting, you just use this like... Uh, uh, as I'm crocheting, as and when I feel that I'm starting to get stuck or it's starting to squeak, then I'll just take my microfiber cloth and just wipe. I mean, oh, if you crap. think about it, when was the last time you heard my crochet yeah, squeak? I was just thinking about that. And I, I thought like maybe because you are you're not really using much acrylic, you're probably yeah. using like more cotton or something yeah. like that. And why have you not shared this hack with me? I don't know. It's just... Why? It's just, it's not something I actually think about until we were prepping for this episode. I can't believe you've kept this to yourself for like... <laughs> it's not something that I actively know that I'm doing. It's just... Okay, so how that started was I realised I got really frustrated at the squeak because it's so loud, honestly. <laughs> so loud. I started taking my shirt to wipe on it. Uh. And then I realised, hey, you know what? I don't want to be using my shirt. Let me pull up something. And yeah, what I have is the... You know the, the microfiber cloth that comes with your sunglasses? Uh, for spectacles, For right. spectacles, yeah. So I use that. To wipe my... To wipe because it was my... just conveniently there, is it? Yeah, because ah. I, I wear glasses, right? Yep. So I always have one or two of this like cloth to clean my glasses lying about the place. So I just 
found one that I didn't use mm-hmm. and then I started cleaning my hooks and then I realised that oh my god it, it works wonders mm. and I've just used it like this for years and not thought about it mm. that it is actually a hack that, yeah. yeah it's not until prepping for this episode and then I realised oh my gosh what is the things that I cannot live without and that's a microfiber cloth interesting so I hope that demystified it for you and if any of you are listening tell me does your acrylic yarn squeak for you? <laughs> and if it doesn't, and you also don't use a microfiber cloth, can you please share with me what is Why it you're it doing? Squeak. Because I need to know whether my theory is correct. Yeah, you can know? you imagine people are saying, huh, how come your yarn squeak? Uh? Mine yeah, don't squeak. Mine doesn't squeak squeak never squeaked before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I know that it's something that happens because there are some other crochet uh, brands out there that also talk about yarn squeaking but they all always say oh that's just the properties of acrylic yarn uh, there's nothing really you can do about it you can't avoid but like, it mm. hey no man I found something <laughs> that you can do about it yeah try it and also let us know whether it works for you yeah let me know if it works so that you know I can like, claim credit <laughs> <laughs> okay so okay. anyway is uh, there any other tools on your list? Uh, apart from that no looms which are not that necessary yeah. I have a couple of tools that I saw online and I'm just wondering I mean, it's obviously not on your list, and okay. I'm just wondering whether... Oh, it's not on my list? Yeah, it's not on your list. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So I'm just wondering whether these tools are, like you say, just a marketing gimmick, Okay, or... now I'm curious. What... Okay, wait, wait. What... 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 See, now I'm speechless. What possibly is not on my list? Do you know what a yarn bow is? Oh my gosh. Yes, okay. Okay, right, right, Is right, that considered right. a... a crochet tool? Uh, yeah, yes actually, it is. Mm. Okay. One point for Mel. <laughs> okay. So, yes or no? In your list of um, things to have. If you don't use a yarn winder, which is uh, number 12 on our list, then you probably would need a yarn bow, yes. Mm. Although, I cannot foresee how it would eliminate the problem of your yarn jumping around. Uh-huh. So basically, a yarn bowl is just a bowl with a little hole at the side that you can stick your yarn through it and it keeps your yarn coming consistently from that same one position. Yeah. Most of the time, these yarn bowls are quite small. They look like a, a rice bowl, maybe slightly bigger, than, like maybe like a soup bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're made of wood and they're not very heavy. So if you have a very big bowl of yarn... <laughs> it probably cannot work. It probably wouldn't work. Yeah. Although... I have recommended to some of my students before what they can use in place of a freaking 30 or $50 yarn bowl because that's actually how much they cost. No way. Yeah, so the reason why Crooked Crochet doesn't carry yarn bowls is because they cost me $30 to buy at cost price. I mean, it's, it's just a wooden bowl, It's you know? just a wooden bowl, yeah. Oh, okay. But it has, I mean, I don't know what they, they use to carve, maybe golden tools or what, <laughs> but even looking on like AliExpress or Alibaba or looking for supplies in India yeah. they all cost about 30 USD to okay. buy so I guess you're saying that I can substitute something else for you this. can so hello Daiso go hello to Daiso, Daiso buy a big big like acrylic uh, or plastic salad bowl get a couple of those like uh, butterfly clips clip it to the side of the bowl and then string your yarn through the hole Oh my god, this is like the uh, one minute craft thing. Yeah, five you know? minute craft yeah. hacks, whatever. But this yeah. is like better because it's crochet. No, okay. I, okay, because I've seen how the bow looks like and now they are talking about the butterfly clips, yeah. I can I, I can visualise how that will work. Yeah, and mm. so this butterfly clips, you know the metal bit can be removed. Yeah. You can just remove it and take your yarn out when you want to. So clever. So sometimes people, especially like newer students who take my class, ask me how to organise their yarn and they probably only have three or four or five balls of yarn. Mm-hmm. So I always say, get a yarn bowl, put it all in. Especially if you're working on like, say, tapestry crochet that requires three or four cha- or colour changes. Mm. You can just have three or four of those butterfly clips, clip it all to the side of the bowl, one clip per colour, and oh they all God, come so out. So it can all come out at the same time, but it doesn't get like tangled or move tangled, around. Yeah. Wow, so clever. Okay, yeah, okay. so that's, that's something else. Okay, that's another one. Okay. It's funny how you didn't mention this. I'm, I can see how it's not necessary, but I was curious about it and so I recently actually bought one. You recently know bought one? Wait, 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 let me think. Something... You recently bought this? That you can put on your... With or without my knowledge? 
Of course, with your knowledge. <gasps> I know. Yeah. The, Would I buy something without your knowledge? The tension ring. There you go. Wow, I missed it out on my list. Yeah. And here I am thinking my list was so comprehensive. No, two points. Okay, okay, okay. So, tension ring. Um, usually, I just crochet them a tension ring. <laughs> I just make one out of yarn. Yeah, but mine looks so pretty. It's like okay, this yeah. metal, like nice looking thing with design on it. Yeah, and mine's a peacock. <laughs> this is also a sneak peek at the next crochet tool that we are bringing into our shop. And that is tension rings. So, basically... Tension rings are little rings that you wear. They're like uh, they're like adjustable rings with an extra little loop at the top. Mm-hmm. And you wear them over your finger and you string your yarn through and that sort of helps with you holding your yarn in your tension hand. Yeah, because I have issues with working my tension. So, you know, finding out about this ring yeah. and uh, recently getting it and trying it out, I think it works for me. Yeah, and also it keeps the yarn away from the palms of your hand. So, yeah. hello, sweaty uh, sweaty palm crochets out there, this will be a lifesaver for you. Hello, right here. I can't believe I left it out on my list. Mm. Wow, I'm so impressed. I know, right? <laughs> okay, so yeah, so tension ring is one of them. Um, which is so funny because <laughs> I, I, I create tension did. rings for my classes. Yeah. Yeah, and for I most of your students, right? For most, especially yeah. the ones that are new. I mean, by the third or fourth session, they say they don't have to use yeah. it anymore. I struggle with tension the most. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. most people will. And in fact, I do. Um, if I'm working on a different project, for example, or like a new project, if I'm crocheting with uh, leather pieces or wooden pieces, then yeah, even I struggle with my tension. Mm. And this would be something that every crocheter will struggle with for the rest of your life. It's just one of those things that people give up on crochet because they can't handle the tension. I mean, but in the tension hand. For you, it gets. I mean, it gets easier and better. And, definitely, right? it definitely gets easier. It's not something you would ever really master. Mm. Uh, let me think. Really? Is that true? Okay, okay, okay. I think. I, okay. You want to take it's it not back? something that you can master, but you can find what works for you. Right, something that you're comfortable with. Yeah. yeah, and so not everybody would hold their tension the same way. Yeah, but for me, tension ring, it works. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I've done in the past is to find my softest yarn. And the one that I have is actually um, rayon and silk and a little uh, cotton, rayon, silk and something else, I don't remember. And I crochet, maybe like I chain 10 or like 15 to go around my finger. And I join it to form a ring, and then mm. I just crochet a few rings, a uh, few rows up, so that it looks like a, a, a fabric ring, and I just slide it into my finger. Mm. And that's all I do. Smart. Another way to, to not hold... really spend so much money on it as well. Yeah, and you know, you can crochet as many, make yourself as many tension rings as you like, one for each project, it doesn't mm. really matter. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, yes, something that you should have in your toolbox. You don't need to have it, but if you do, want it or feel like you want to try it you don't have to go out and spend money for but you it. do agree that it's I mean a good accessory right like yeah for sure not just would. because it looks pretty <laughs> it, I mean it helps right it would make your crocheting life easier it wouldn't not necessarily because to me having a tension ring actually like hinders you more it hinders me more yeah and it, it, I freeze because I, I feel like it messes with my brain a little bit. I'm just just because I'm not holding the the yarn in my hand the way I'm used to. Yeah. So I feel a little bit handicapped with the tension ring. But if I mean if you want to try it works for you, don't spend money to buy one. Just crochet one yourself. And if you feel like it works and you want something sturdier, then you can buy a metal one. But you should wait until we bring it into our shop. Because <laughs> the one that I'm gonna bring in for the ladies has got like bejeweled jewelry stuff. Okay, okay, I'll be like looking forward to that. Yeah, okay. Bejeweled. Uh, okay, so let's talk about my top five and my bottom five. Okay. Crochet tools. Oh, wait, sorry. Is there anything else on your list? I do have one, but it's like an odd thing. Okay, no, I tell me. Yeah, let's talk about it. A crochet hook with uh, light. Oh. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I thought it was a joke. No, actually, I wanted to buy one of them for myself. Are you serious? Yeah, because... Why? What for? You don't crochet in the dark, do you? No, it's Wait, for black know. yarn. Oh! <laughs> okay. It's for when you're working with black. So, okay, so recently... Because you cannot see. Because you can't see the individual stitches. Especially if you're working with, like, furrier yarn or, oh, or I yarn. Really, I really thought it was just, like, cool, got light, it lights up, you know? No. Like, for so, fun. <laughs> Shit. So... 
uh, lighted crochet hooks have been on my mind recently because I'm currently working on two crochet projects that are entirely black. One is a crochet top for myself, like a summer top that's entirely in black. Uh, another one is I'm working on the trim for my dress, it's a little bit too short. So I'm crocheting um, some like lace trim at the bottom of my dress to lengthen it and also mm. add some design. Uh, and it's a black dress, so it's black, yeah. So it's... And I find that... How come you don't own one like... like, like because I don't think hook? it's necessary. I have all these lights. It's just that if I'm going to sit on the sofa, which our living room enough. doesn't have that... It's not as bright as I want it to be. Mm. I can use a, a crochet lighted hook. Okay, okay. Now suddenly it makes sense. I, I honestly thought it was like... Totally like a, a gimmick. Yeah. But... But and how does it work? Is it like electric? Like, yeah, there's a battery in it at the end. Oh my goodness! It's like okay. those tiny mini batteries. Okay. And then you put it in, and it probably lasts for like I don't know, like a year, two years, and wow, you change your battery wow. after. Wow. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna get you one. Okay. No, but the thing is, I've never tried it, and I actually now that I'm done my project, I feel like if I were to buy one, it would be so useless because firstly, it has to have some sort of mechanism in it, some elect electric yeah, yeah, wire, correct. and so to keep the weight light. It would probably be made out of plastic. Mm. And you can't have a clear metal hook. No, of course not. Yeah. yeah. So I I don't like personally, I don't like plastic hooks. Mm. So I think that you would probably struggle a lot more with the, I think the I would hook hate itself. it, yeah. <laughs> okay. And all that I've seen, all the lighted crochet hooks I've seen are very ugly. You're not gonna buy me an ugly crochet hook, are That's you? That's why I thought it was a gimme, I thought it was a toy. No. Like for fun. Like, hey, look at my lighter crochet hook. Um, For fun. Because I've never used it, I feel very reluctant to pass judgment on it. Yeah. Um, apart from the fact that it looks ugly. But, but I mean, if, if it's functional, it's functional. Exactly, if it so, really works. if any of you have tried, can you please let me know also? <laughs> this episode, I, I need a lot of uh, you guys' feedback. feedback and opinion. Yeah. yeah. So let me know if it works for you because uh, personally, I... I can't say for absolute certain that it would actually make my life easier. Like the tension ring. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. It works for you, doesn't work for some people, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, let's go top 5 and bottom 5. Okay. You want to do top first or bottom first? Top first. Okay, let's do top 5. Number 1, crochet hooks. You can never get enough crochet hooks. I don't have enough crochet hooks and I probably have like 100. Too much. Number 2, Darning needles mm -hmm. because I feel like you can crochet with any material, not just yarn, but you can't not use a crochet hook, so that's number one. And darning needles, there's really no other needle like that in the market for you to use that is fatter, a blunt, and like a bigger eyelet yeah. to put your fat yarn through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. it's, it's there to be used for, for that purpose. Yeah, so for that reason, I feel like because there's no substitute, it makes it one of those um, like top essential things. Any list you look into, anyone, I'm sure they will agree that darning needles is probably like the number one or number two on the list. Yeah, like a must-have. Yeah, a must, must, must-have. Okay, uh, number three is a notebook mm. and pen. I mean, if you if you are not um, like uh, someone who likes to write things down, if you prefer to do it on the computer and type it out, go ahead and type it out. Um, I have been trying to go digital so that I don't waste so much paper mm -hmm. but it's so important in your crochet life to write down things as you go along because mm. it really it helps you be a better crocheter it helps you keep track of your work um, there are lots of times where I put down my project and I come back the next, even the next day or even that same day at night and I forgot which crochet hook I used yeah correct all the time yeah, yeah. and I forget you know like what's my starting chain Ah, I okay. forget for like for this pattern, for example, what it is. And it's and while you can easily Google it, like for example, basket weave, if you want to know what what's the starting chain in what multiples of like what mm -hmm. you need for like a basket weave mm -hmm. stitch pattern, you can easily Google it. But what if you don't have access to it? And the more you because I feel like the more you Google it, the easier you feel like this information you can get them. Yeah the less you remember it. Yeah. And I feel like writing it down manually also helps you remember. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. it's like a, like a you know, like, yeah. kill two birds with yeah. one stone. That's what I use my notebook for. Mostly is to write down the stitches and write it in my own way that I understand it. Yeah, and in fact, that's that the number one thing I tell my students to 
um, when they say, what do I need to bring? Uh, nothing, just bring a notebook. Yeah. Because you will, you will be writing down notes like non-stop yeah. in your crochet life. It's I mean, very... There's just so many things that you sort of need to remember and need to watch out for when you're crocheting. Yeah, so I and think... I'm assuming if you crochet, then you are a visual learner also. Yeah. Right? So as a visual learner, it's good to write things down because if you have a notebook, then you can sketch it out too. Yeah, If correct. you need to write remember certain things, and yeah, like, you know, draw it out. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I think a notebook is like a top five essential. Okay, um, number four will be scissors, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, embroidery scissors only. In, for me. Preferably. I mean, preferably, but only. And last is a microfiber cloth. That should be like first. Microfiber <laughs> cloth, first, yeah. crochet hook, and then, you know, go down the yeah. list. <laughs> so if my, uh, if my crochet studio was on fire, touch wood, if it was yeah, on fire, wood. I, would, I would grab these five things. Uh-huh. Crochet hooks, darning needles, my notebook, my scissors, and all of microfiber cloth that I can grab. <laughs> if all else fails, I'll crochet with the microfiber cloth. <laughs> okay, so that's my top five. Do you okay. have a top favorite? Uh, no, not really. Are I you mean... gonna add microfiber cloth to your top favorite yeah, now? Yeah, for sure. Now, yeah, so I now need, to, go need and to find look, one. Now we need to look for one for you. Yeah. Okay. Now that we've finished top five, how about the bottom five? Okay, so these are things that we totally don't need at all. Uh, these are things that I think if you need to save a few bucks, these are the first few things that can go. Ah, okay. Okay, number one, a roll counter. <laughs> they are so... I don't want to say so useless, but as a crochet, you don't really need them and there are so many other ways you can count like we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. So number one, don't spend your money on a roll counter. Don't. Number two, a swatch gauge. Just use a ruler and learn to do it the right way. Okay. Which, stay tuned for the next episode or the n- one of the next few episodes where we will cover um, swatch gauge. Okay. Number three, blocking mats. Yeah. Don't buy This is ridiculous. Yeah, just go to Daiso <laughs> if you really need to. Or just use an old towel. You know, like, I feel like and this is where it sort of touches, I have strong opinions about because it touches a very sensitive topic or a topic that I feel is very near and dear to me, which is sustainability. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like your craft should be causing more harm to the environment. Yeah. I mean, let's not talk about the amount of waste it generates to create yarn, but I feel like in general, if more people were to crochet, actually, we would reduce the carbon footprint a lot more because you're not you're not wasting money taking the yarn to bring into another factory to create more things for you. If you need like a knitted sweater, you can just buy the yarn and skip out the whole, you know, uh, knitted factory. In, in between process yeah. of manufacturing and, and all that. Yeah, and, and it eliminates fast fashion a lot more mm. because if you can knit and you can crochet, you can create things that A, would be more, uh, would be of higher quality mm. and it will mean more to you mm. because you made them and so you're more likely to take care of yeah. it. So overall, it's just to reduce uh, consumerism, right? Oh uh, Yeah, and also to like reduce our carbon footprint a mm. little bit. There are very little things that I actually buy nowadays that I need for my house. Because we you just know? crochet because everything. Because we just crochet all. No, and honestly, really, that's all, that's all we do. We really yeah, crochet everything. Recently, I crocheted like, um, a curtain holder. So instead of like the straps used to hold the curtains yeah. up, I just crochet them. Yeah. Uh, we I have need- like bunch of like baskets all around to put my uh, keys. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, sh- we recently uh, crocheted um, the coaster. Bas- yeah, a little basket for, for my coasters. coasters yeah. yeah. For my wooden coasters. And if you really don't want to buy yarn, you can just shred old clothes, mm. old t-shirt into strips. Um, you can just easily YouTube them how to turn old t-shirts into yarn or how to cut t-shirts into strips of yarn. Um, and then, you know, crochet with that. You know, you need a floor mat, use one of your old mats, crochet something together, and you know, there you have it. Boom, floor mat. Okay, so next, um, did I cover blocking mats? Yes. Yes. Uh, hook organizers. Okay. Or any sort of organizer in general. I think... Don't need them. You don't need them. I think if you want to save a couple bucks, those are the first few things you don't buy, which is an organizer. You don't need... A hook organizer. It looks pretty, yes. But if you really need your like three mm crochet hook in like the, <laughs> the pile that you have, just sort them out and look for it nicely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You I know, guess that works. You can take any old pencil case or any uh, even the old water bottle, dry them out, 
you can slot your crochet hooks put in your the crochet water hooks bottle. Inside? Okay. Yeah, I mean, there are so many... Anything that can hold something, you can put your hooks in there. Okay, yeah, You can enough. take, like, a old cup, you know, and put, you know, your crochet hooks in, like, a holder. Mm. You have more than one cup, yeah, great. Then use one for, like, the ergonomics or use one for one size, yeah. you know? I think it's just the idea that the organizer is just a replacement of, like, any other thing that you can use to hold your tools. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if you need, like, for the smaller items, just get... Oh, you know what was really great? A sunglasses case is really good for putting your hooks and your tools in as well. I always have uh, too many sunglasses cases. Yeah, okay, yeah that's, that's perfect. True. You mm. know the free ones they give you? Yeah. <laughs> just use that. Put your tools in it. It's like okay. sturdy. It keeps it in place. Yeah. You know, if it's... And like, it's small, portable. Yeah, mm. it's small and portable. Easy to keep. Uh, yeah, so organizers would be the first thing that you don't buy. Mm-hmm. And finally would be a yarn winder. I you like don't the yarn winder though. Yeah, we like it because it makes life a lot easier. But this is just you know, us being lazy. <laughs> if you don't own a crochet business, which most people don't. Okay. If you don't have like 2,576 balls of yarn, you don't need a yarn winder. You know, just keep uh, old toilet roll holders like the middle cardboard piece mm-hmm. or if you have a bit of a chunkier yarn then you know those kitchen roll holders mm-hmm. or you can roll up a piece of scrap paper and just tape it down into a roll and just like wind your yarn around that oh okay that works too you know it's not something you specifically need to spend your money on because some of them can be really expensive yeah that's true that's true which speaking of I saw this wooden one that's going for like 120. Yeah, but it's so nice. But it's so nice. It's so heavy duty. It's humongous. It's like, I don't know, it's probably like 60, 70 cm yeah. long. Yeah, it was probably, I mean, it's probably handmade. It's so. like a really heavy duty wooden handmade one that is meant to sit on an actual tabletop itself. Yeah, clamp it down, right? Yeah. Clamp it down with heavy duty clamps. It's like, 40 cm deep and like 70 cm wide it's humongous okay fair enough if i don't have that many balls of yarn i just buy one or two or three and i'm just crocheting with the ball i i don't need a yarn winder yeah you don't need that and um yeah because you can wind it up by hand yeah and there there are so many videos on youtube that will teach you and show you how to wind yarn by Mm, hand mm. so that it looks like a nice ball of yarn Mm. it's just whether you're willing to take the time to do it which i am not so i have a yarn winder but if you're trying to save a few bucks, you don't need a yarn yeah. winder. And plus, it's really not uh, that cheap, so... It's cheaper now. You can buy one for like 15, under 20 bucks. But in the past, when we were looking for it, I think they were close to like the 30, 40 dollars. Mm. I don't know why there was a drop in the price suddenly, but it used to be really, really expensive. Everybody's into yarn now. Yeah, everybody's into crochet, into crochet yeah, yeah, which you should be. So, okay, yeah. So those are my bottom few. Okay. And my top few. Did we miss out anything? I don't think so. I mean, we talk about crochet hooks with light, so I think we covered like everything. <laughs> oh, okay. Just as I said that, there's one more thing I, I know that we missed out. What? A yarn swift. What's that? A yarn swift. It's like the yarn umbrella ah, that we use okay. to wind a skein right. into a ball. Okay, but I mean, not most people won't most, need yeah. something like so, that, okay. right? So let's quickly touch on a yarn swift because this podcast is getting a lot longer than we thought it would be. Um, a yarn swift is basically if you were to buy a, a skein of yarn or a hank of yarn that is not wound up and is in the big, 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 big loop. Okay, you can check out episode 3. <laughs> All about yarn if you want to know um, what that is. But if you buy a skein or a hank and you need to unwind it, then you probably need a yarn swift. But, but with that said, most places that sell yarn and skein like us, also sell the service where you can wind it up. Where okay. they can wind it up. Then now them. I have a question. Yes. If I don't have, uh, what, what do you call that thing Yan again? Yan Swift. Yan Swift. And then I, I have... I like to call it Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> if Taylor I don't have Swift. Taylor Swift, yeah. and then I I, I buy uh, a skein, you know, sky, yeah. then how do I work with that? Wouldn't it all tangle as I'm you trying can to use, use it? You can use uh, another person's arm to help you slot it through their hands and they can sort of hold it apart while you wind it into a ball in your oh, hands. Or okay. you can drape it on the back of the chair. You know what? Uh, you can okay. YouTube this how to wind a sky into a ball without a yarn swift. Okay. Search that. Got it. Yeah, because I would think that the moment I un- un- you know, untangle my sky, it's just going to like 
come apart like and actually it does my, it does it does hands, yeah if you're not careful it will just the act of you pulling the sky apart sometimes you can split the yarn yeah. and it will just tangle exactly. like nothing okay got it okay so yeah with that i think we actually have covered everything if we have missed out anything let us know and also go over to our instagram now and let me know two things does your yarn squeak and <laughs> does a lighted crochet hook work for you because yeah. I, I really, really, really want to yeah. know. I need to know. <laughs> and, and and how many of you use microfiber cloth? So go over to our Instagram, let us know. You can find us at, at @crooked_crochet_sg, or go to our website so you can buy our yarn and tools <laughs> at www.crookedcrochet.com or if you have questions, you can WhatsApp me. We mentioned this in the last episode uh, and that you can WhatsApp me at 912727 Perfect. Well, this has been a long episode. Yeah, but... I think it was a fun episode. I enjoyed it. Learned a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, I hope that this has demystified the world of crochet tools for you because honestly, we want to save a few dollars. Yeah, I mean, there's so really that I can no buy need. more yarn. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you gotta stop with the buy more yarn. Okay, so we will see you in our next episode next week. New episodes come out every Sunday at 12 noon. And you can find us now on Spotify. Yes. Okay. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.